0: Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf <makes> chof <in Hebrew> Today's shir is le <makes> ilunishmas eterechel bastov beyakutiel zev yaakov ben dov noita and etel bas arabi May the neshomas have an aliyah and may the marys be a blessing. It's also for a four shlema of malke basrifka and. Um, just send it to me and then I'll add it to my list um, And may they have a complete and speedy recovery Amen. so we're going to go from it's about the, se- the seventh line of Chok Tesa Muralaf 29a um, we'll continue with the droshes that Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel, how they learned how. Basically, there was, just in short, Rabbi, Sh- Rabbi Akiva darshan's vovs. So he has basically four droshes he can make on the word nitma'ah, because it says nitma'ah twice, and it says vnitma'ah once, but the vnitma'ah then says the extra vov is uh, he can darshan. Just before we get into that, something a little bit lighter. Remember, Rabbi Akiva was the—I don't know—the uh, phenomenon of being able to read into the Torah and see the point of every letter. There's the famous uh, Gomorrah where it says uh, Moshe was busy when Hashem was telling Moshe to write the Torah, and he was busy writing the crowns on the letters. So Moshe said, "What the point of the crowns?" So he said, "In the future, great say a great uh, person, Yo, Akiva ben Yosef." will come along and he will expound, tilim, tilim shall halachas bundles and bundles of halochas off the crowns. So you see Rabbi Akiva was the one who was very medactic, very precise, and he had this ability to see uh, droshas and ideas contained within never mind uh, Vov, but even the crowns of the letters, etc. So, so, so we're not so surprised that Rabbi Kiva can darshan a Vov. Um, but Rabbi Kiva says there are four. So one is to say that the soter becomes Osir to her husband. The second one is to say that she becomes Osir to, to the adulterer. And the, the third one is to say that she's Osir to, I don't remember the or a Truma, she's no longer allowed to eat Truma. So she's married to a Kohen. And he warned her not going to go so into the school. She went to the school. Now she's not allowed to eat truma anymore. Or if her husband dies and she's going back to her father's house, she's not allowed to eat truma anymore. And she's also not allowed to marry a kohen. And so there, these aspects are we almost treating her like a definite adulteress. That's these halachas. Rabbi Shmuel said, no, it says Vinitma three times. He doesn't darsh in the Vov. So how does he learn it out? So he says, the one is for the Baal and the one is for the Boel. One is to say that she becomes forbidden to Adbid and one to the adulterer. And the third one is for Truma. Either that she's no longer allowed to eat Truma, once she's made into a sota. Again, I think this is all, obviously, until she drinks the water and is uh, um, to, uh, found innocent. But, either ways, but as a Sotah, she's not allowed to eat Truma. And then he says, uh, kahuna, this that she's not allowed to marry a we learn from a drosha. So that was Rabbi Shmuel. He learns the same halachas as Rabbi Akiva. He just has three words in the Pasuk alluding to it and one Kalvachimer to learn it out. Now they're going to Rabishmal, a Itchrakrolla Truma, Kahuna or Kahuna You told me that according to Rabbi Shmuel, the third vinit, the Vinitma is coming to teach that. She is forbidden to eat Truma. And we make a kalve from that. Well, if she's not allowed to eat truma, which is mutar to a grusha, well, then she's definitely... Sorry, if she's not allowed to eat truma, which is mutar to a grusha, she's definitely not allowed to marry a kohen who's also to a grusha. I think that was the kalve So we learned out that you can't eat truma. Sorry, so we learned out kahuna from a kalve So the is telling us truma, and we learned out kahuna from a drosha, extending, because um, it's a step stricter than truma, it says, oh, ki ki maybe the posuk is coming to say that she's not allowed to marry a kohen and in actual fact, she is allowed to eat truma. Okay, so we, again, we learned that truma is what the Posuk's is telling us. Oh, once the poshuk tells us she's not allowed to eat truma, we can learn a kava marriage too, she's not allowed to marry a kohen. Maybe it's the other way, maybe the the actually coming to tell us she's not allowed to marry a kohen, and yeah, actually she is allowed to eat truma. So he says, so Omar L'Chav, Rebbe will tell you, No, it's more logical to say that the third pasuk is similar to the Balu Boil. Ma Balu Ma just as she becomes forbidden to her husband and the daltra while still alive, af truma nami So to truma is also, oh, while her husband is still alive. La fukay kohuna, which excludes kohuna de la achar misa, because that the, the question only arises after her husband dies. Again, as we pointed out, she becomes a soita before drinking. Her husband then die, and then before drinking, her husband dies. That's when you have the question: Can this widow marry a kohen? So, so, so Rabbi Rebishmal says, if the is coming to include one, it's most likely truma. Because the other two, Baal and Boal, are a discussion while her husband's alive. And so to this one, Truma is a question while her husband's alive. And that's un- and then once we have tr- so that's why we would rather learn it as Truma, and once we have Truma we can make a chavochimatukuna. Ah, Varibiya kiya. She's always forbidden to the boy. And also put the even if the husband dies. Yeah, well that's what you're saying, but I'm saying it's relevant even while the husband's alive. Let's say they get divorced. Yeah. So she's not allowed to go marry him. So that's even while the husband's alive. So once the first two are discussing a case that's relevant to the husband's life, the third, A is most likely also discussing a case where the husband's alive. I Can she eat truma? And the answer is no. And then once we have that, then we can make the Kavachomer to Kahuna. This is of Rabbi Akiva. Why doesn't Rabbi Akiva learn the Kavachomer? Why did he need four v'nitmahs? He says, no, he doesn't hold this connection between the b'al and the b'al. Uh, it's not a. He's saying, it's not a, logically, it's not substantial to make that connection. That b'al and boil are relevant when she's alive, so then the third ma must also be relevant, so he can't learn it out from Kavachomer, and luckily he has the extra vop. Torah, no, he does hold for that. You're right, he would have said a Kavachomer. However, he holds for this principle that sometimes, even though it could be learned out from a Kavachomer, the Torah still mentions it. I'm not sure when we apply this or not, but we do find throughout, we, we do find a few times in Shas that they mention, yeah, you could learn it out from a Kavachomer, but sometimes the Torah still mentions it. Okay, Omar Rav Gidel, Oma Rav. Rav Gidl said in the name of Rav, Dovor sheyesh podas lishol, the bodas lishal my high krona. Well, yeah, let me go back a step. We said one of the things that we learned from Soita is to regular Truma, regular t- laws of tuma. and that is that a, so, a soft Soita, Remember there's, i thing doubt whether this woman committed adultery, but we treat her as if she's Tuma, We treat her as if she did. she keep it uh, transgress adultery, commit adultery. So so by tuma. If you have a soft whether she committed tuma, uh, whether someone touched—not not a woman, but any person—touched tuma or not, we say Tome. But we put two uh, conditions on that. One is that it has to be in private. Okay, we, as I said, we can have to clarify what's considered private in the case of tuma. But it has to be—it's—it's it's like something like two or three other people. It's a, it's a very small number when we say in private, similar to a sota. Remember, it's just her and the daltra. So, that's private, as opposed to in the multiple people. So, where if it's a doubt whether someone became, so they're working in their kitchen, and then they realize where they were working, oh, they might have touched, there was a dead lizard where they were sweeping up, or, you know, cleaning, cleaning up, and they might have touched it, they're not sure, oh, they're in private. Sofeg Tumah, we go strict like a sojta, and say she's Tumah, if it's in public, then she's Tohor. And there was another caveat, there was another condition, and that is that you can ask her, is this law that we go strict and say tuma is tome, is only when you can ask Aye. so we, does a person become Tomei you can ask the person did you become Tomei the answer might be I don't know I'm in doubt but you can ask them unlike if the question is oh did that dead Sheretz touch that loaf of bread you can't ask the bread and you can't ask the Sheretz so there it wouldn't be Tomei <laughs> Again, and no I, I can't think of a logic for that, but that is the uh, part of this haloch part of the strasha comparing sota. Now Rabgidil says he has a different source. We learned it all from the sota. Again, that just as by the sota you can ask her if she committed adultery. Again, she won't won't tell you, or she, you know, but she has the competence to know. So to all cases where we want to say Sothek tumor is Tomei, it has to be where you can ask. And Rav gidil is going to give a difference also. that. that. the Rav, Giddel, Omar Rav. Rav said in the name of Rav, Rav Giddle said in the name of Rav, This, that is a distinction between something you can ask or you're not able to ask. Again, we said a child, a, it's a shoyta, a thing, etc. We actually learn it out from the following pasuk. Meet this is actually meat of a carbon which touches anything. Tomay, you're not allowed to eat it. Now, tomay who That implies that only if you know with certainty that it's tomay, you're not allowed to eat it. tomay tahor implying that if it's a doubt whether it's tomay or tahor, you could eat it. I'm sefer, but then the pasuk continues and says v'habasor v'habasor tahor the kol Basar Huda That implies only if you certain it's Tahor you can eat it. The But if the meat it's a doubt whether it's tomorrow or ta'hor, then you can't eat it. So again, from the way the Poslux phrase, we seem to learn out a contradiction. So one Pasuk says, if it's Tomah you can't eat it. Implying if it's a sofek you can. The second Pasuk basically says, if it's Tahor, you can eat it. Implying if it's a it, sofek you can't. So which one is it? It so, must be. Here where it says the Sophake is tomei is where it has the competence to ask. You could ask it. And kan, where we say that it's tohor, is where it doesn't have the Daslishol. lishol. So now we have two droshes. One is learnt out from sotah, and one is learnt out from this case of the carbon meat. That might or might not have come into contact with Tumah, both teaching us the same halacha. That if it's the tome is in regards to someone, you can ask a person was holding this meat and we're not sure whether he t- touched the sheret Now you can ask him, did he touch, did it touch the meat? But we have two psukim teaching us the same halacha. So that's what the gemara is going to have to address. So he says for Itsrich the Rabgidilama Rav, Itrich L Migma Misoita. We need both the teaching of Ravgidil Amarav and the teach and this that we learnt it from Soita. Dimidar Rav, because if you only had the teaching of Rab Habayamina Bambishus Hayochabishus Arabim, we would make no distinction between whether the doubt occurred in private or in public. So Itsrich La Migma Mi Soita. Therefore, we need to learn from Saita that, that we go strict is only in private. And if you want to say it from the Saita, if we only had the Saita, you would have said you need the, the das of both the toucher and the one being touched. Therefore, you need both of these cases. Um, interesting enough, because the Saita, you could ask both the man and the woman, did they commit adultery? So maybe Batuma, it has to be, let's say, a Zav or a Yoleta, someone who is Tomei, because then you could ask the person, and you could ask the person who was touched, or the person who was holding the item that we worried about, if it was touched. Um, but either way, therefore, we need both, both in one, to highlight that only one of them have to have Das. Either the toucher, the one making Tomei, or the one becoming Tomei, only one of them have to have Das. So it could be a dead Sherat, Touching a person or a person holding something, or it could be a person touching—that's uh, Tommy touching food or a child or something like that because one of them have tzars, and from so to we highlight that it has. To, or we learn out that you make a distinction between public and private. Now, just two interesting—yeah, um, one interesting point on here is um, let me just check. I've got it clear. Yeah, we imply that from so- we would have if we had soita, we would have we would have thought that this that we say sofek is tome is where you can ask both parties. And again, when you translate that into tumah, it would be the one touching causing the tumah and the one being touched, the one becoming tome. Both parties have to yesh Das lishol. The difficulty with this is you can have a soita without das. For example, if a husband warns his wife, I don't want you to go into seclusion with that man, even if that person is a Shota, she still becomes a Sota, and you can't ask him. Um, Similarly, many Rishonim hold that if you have a young girl, again, whose father accepted Kiddushin for her, so she's married, so you have this uh, 11-year-old married to a man, and he says, I don't want you to go into seclusion with so-and-so, even though she's a Katana, she can still become a Sata so, 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 so it's very difficult because at the end of the day we seem to have cases by Sata where only one of them has lishol, Lishal so, so we don't necessarily then that should um, disregard the reason why we said we need the case of Rav ok that's a question many people address many of the commentaries address ok but let's carry on now this, uh, I hope you're feeling very brave. We're going into some hardcore Tumintahara. tahara, and I actually just heard last night from Rabbi Rosner, and then I looked it up this morning. The Rambam in his introduction. Maybe this should become a, you know, when I often teach a lot, uh, Agadita, I give my standard disclaimer that this is uh, Agadah, is very deep ideas that are couched in simple, sometimes bizarre metaphors, and uh, and you really need to apply depth and thinking and um, Meditate on the ideas to work out what the depth, what the beauty behind it is. Um, you know, my standard, almost standard disclaimer before I got it, and we just read through it. Well, Tum Taharas, so or the Rambam, in his intro, the Rambam wrote a commentary on Mishnayos. And at the different sections, he gives an introduction, giving some of the background that you'll need going in. So he has an introduction to Taharas, Seyed Taharos Taharas, which discusses the Mishnas of Tum Tahara. Quite a long, uh, good few pages. And he categorizes it. He says there, I'm trying to remember there, 13 sources of Tumma. And Availa, Bahimut Tumma, Atzorah, Zavya Lettuce, he gives a whole list. And he breaks it up into all the different categories and all the different types of Tumma. Under this category, there are 32, you know, like a phenomenal uh, breakdown of the laws of Tumma and Tara and the different categories. Um, but then, uh, a bit further in towards the end, he says, and don't treat Tum and Tahara like it's not like other parts of Shas that you can kind of just read through and think and kind of get. You know, you read about Lulav and you kind of get it. He says, you read about Shvuos Hadayonim and uh, different types of Shvuos. What other Shvuos uh, did he mention? But you, he mentions types of Shvuos, you know, and you can kind of read it and kind of get it. He says, with Tum and Tahara, you have to really apply yourself and you have to go over it and over it and over it and read it until you basically know it as well as you know Kriyachmah. <laughs> and then you'll start to get it so uh, don't, don't get despondent when uh, la- luckily throughout Afyomi, every few prokim we do an intense session of uh, Tumen Tahara but don't get despondent when we find this very very uh, tricky and complicated I am going to try make it as simple as possible, but I also found it very difficult to uh, learn. So, we brought that, Rabbi Akiva made a drosha on that day, remember we mentioned that was a special day where, or not special that Rabban Gavnia was deposed, but special because they allowed a whole hundreds and hundreds of many more talmidim in and they, so there we have the, the, the standard rule is working of Tum and this is the standard opinion that's discussed, we're going to say, Rabbi Akiva is going to be different to that, but the standard is that you have a high-level tumor called an av. Part of the reason it gets the name av is generally it is a source of tumor. It's where the tumor arises. But it's also an av is something that can make people and kalim tome. That's an av. Now if an av touches something they become a rishon. Or a tolda. But a rishon can't make other people or kalim tome. That's important. At least or That's important to realize. So if let's say there's a Zav, Yoledes, Navehla, Sheretz, any of these, that. Oh, sorry, the Rambam, Trme, Tumas, Navehla and Tumas, Sheretz. That was his first two categories. Just remember. Um, so, um, if they touch a person, they become a Rishon. Rishon Kana, if he would touch a person, they won't make another, that second, that third person, Tome, because only an Av can make a person or Kalim, or utensils, tomei but they can make food and drink, Tome. So, food and drink, Khulin, uh, regular food can become tome as a shami. Now, generally, I should also uh, um, highlight the difference of term used. There's tome and posel. Tome means it is tome and it can transfer the tumma on. Posel means it is tome, it is invalid, but it can't transfer that tumma any further. So, by chulin, is posel. There's no further tumma. So, if you have a regular loaf of bread, that is a shani. If it touches another loaf of bread, a fruit, whatever it touches, it's not going to transfer the tumma bakulin. However, by truma you get shlishi. So that shiny or if you have truma that is shiny can make truma shlishi. But then it's possible if that truma touches other truma, it doesn't affect it, it doesn't invalidate it. That truma that is a shlishi. And by kodshim, by sacrificial meat, etc., there you have revi. So it can actually, so let's say you can have one korban, a a person who's a rishon touches a korban, which becomes a shemi. If that touches another piece of korban, that will become a shlishi. And it can go even a further step that if it touches another korban, it can become a revi. So that's the basic rule. I'm going to see Rabbi Akiva is going to have a slightly different halacha. But let's go into that now. So, um, um, ah, her lo lama Oh, should go back. Um, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva came along and said that truma is Tome in the shlishi, is da'oraisa. The and then, uh, I just wanted to check who the opinion was, he says it, um, Yeah, so, so Rabbi Akiva holds that it can become a shlishi, truma can, um, even chulin can become a shlishi, and Rabbi Yeshua says, oh, who would open our eyes, the eyes of our Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, so that he could see this, because he was concerned, he said, truma can become a shlishi, and he was concerned that they would make a new drosh in future generations and say that. Truma can't become a Shlishi. We'll go into that discussion in the Gemara. But again, so we have Rabbi Akiva saying, not only can Truma become a Shlishi, even Chulin can become a Shlishi. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Zakai was concerned that they would say that Truma can't become a Shlishi. So that's what he wanted. So, the, but Because he has no possible. There's no pasuk from the Torah. So the Gomorrah asks, Well, if you're telling me, according to Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka that there's no pasuk in the Torah to tell us that Truma can become a shlishi, why would you, why would he come along and then say that Truma does become a shlishi? So, He doesn't have a source from the Torah, but he does have a source from a kavachome, from logic. And it goes as follows. Umar, yeah, let me explain two terms that are going to come up. I think we are familiar with them, but just to refresh our mind, is what's called a Yom and a Mughus HaKippurim. If you have someone who became Tomei, and they need to go to, so they go to Mikveh, they basically Tawar, but they still have remnants of Tum, and they call called a Yom. They've been to Mikvah that day, and at nightfall they become completely tahar. If they're a person who still has to bring a Korban, like a Zav, Zav uh, your letters, etc., Mitzorah, they still have to bring a Korban, then, there again, nightfall comes, They're no longer yom. they're Tahar, except that they're Mechusa Kippurim. It's called lacking atonement, but that means they haven't yet brought their Kabanos. Once they bring their Kabanos, they're completely Tahar. Now, a yom, as we're going to see, um, is allowed to eat chulin. Chulin in the context of this stuff, as far as I could tell, means Master shami. Because for many halachas, Master Shani, remember that's the grain that you have to take up in Eden Yerushalayim, has similarities to chulin. Uh, there are a few halachas that are stricter. And one of those that, if it, it can become Tome and invalid. What's that? To a shami like chulin. So if you have a Rishon that touches Master shami, it invalidates the Master shami. And you can't eat that Master Shani anymore. But that's like that's kind of like chulin, so that's why I think it's called chulin in the context here. But we mean uh, the, the easiest way to learn it is that when we say chulin in this sukya, which again I uh, don't want to put you off coming tomorrow, but it does continue. It's today's stuff and it continues into tomorrow's stuff um, But um, so, tfool, so 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 chulin in this context, I think we're referring to Master Shani because. Strictly speaking, it doesn't really matter if chulin does become tome. We eat food, even though the is tome, and we eat tome, etc. So chulin and tumma, that's why I'm pretty sure, and it makes most sense if you understand it in the context of maser shaini. And as I said, maser shani in this context is referred to as chulin because it's like chulin that it only becomes tome to the second degree. So, umat, ful yom shem ba chulin. ful yom again, someone who was tome and they went to mikvah that day, they're allowed to eat chulin ay maser shaini. Paisel beTruma, they invalidate Truma. If a Tvil touches Truma, he's not allowed to, It becomes Toma. He's not allowed to touch Truma. So, kika Shainish a beChulin, a bread which is Shaini, i which is invalid if it's Master Shaini. Shlishi How much more so it should have the power to make Truma a Shlishi. I, in other words, a tful Yom is a lower level of tumah than Shani because a tful Yom is far by Master Shani. Whereas a Shani is stricter as we see it is forbidden with Master Shani. So if a tful Yom is invalid by Truma, then a shlishi should definitely be invalid by truma. So that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the of Yosef and Zakkai makes to teach us that truma can become a shlishi. So the Moros aha ha ikale you could challenge this. You can undermine this kavol It says ma'ale yom shekain av hatuma. A tful yom is from an avatuma. Remember what made him have to go to mikveh was that he he was Tomei. Etc. So he's an avatuma. So he says no. Casey mitful yom de We'll learn it out from a tful yom de If someone touches a sheret, the sheret is the avatuma. He's only ever a rishon. Again, to purify himself, he has to go to mikvah and he becomes a tful yom. But there's a tful yom that's not connected to an av. So you can't tell me that just because maybe the only reason a tful yom is strict is because it stems from an av. He he was tamei. He was a zav. He was a Oh, Kerry, he was, uh, she was a nida, you know, whatever the, the av is, Here you can't say that this has that stringency because it was the shereth that the av, he was on the avarishon. So Gemara says, no, there is still that stringency, the shereth, she came b'mino avatuma, t'vul yom, and the shereth have in its type, there's a similarity in the strictness of t'vul yom of a shereth is that, he has in its top avatuma <laughs> what do we mean by that another way of describing an avatuma i did mention this is that it can make odom and kalim tome now only things that now there's interesting it's learned out only things that can be purified in a mikvah can become an avatuma so people and kalim can be purified in a mikvah Food and earthenware, etc., can't be purified in a mikveh. So food and earthenware can't become an av. So people and kalim can become an av. So so this that so there is when we are discussing a tful yom, something that's been to mikvah, we're discussing something that has this stringency associated with it and it has the potential to be an avatumah. So maybe tful yom in that aspect is worse than is stricter than regular shenny. Because a yom has to be something that has this potential to be an av. As you said, it can only be oramokalium, which makes it more severe than a shenny, which could be food, which could never ever be an av. So, kli cheres yochias. Now, we can prove it from earthenware. Again, as we just pointed out, earthenware can never be an av, because earthenware can't be purified in a mikvah. But it can become a Rishon, which can become, again, and a Rishon can make Truma a Shani. So what do we see? Even something that can't become an Av can invalidate Truma. Okay, that's the key point. You wanted to tell me maybe only things like uh, that, similar to tful yom. People in Kalim, which can be av can invalidate Truma. We see that no from Klicheres, we see that's not the case because a Klikheres can't become an Av, but it can clearly invalidate Truma. Rashi brings the sources for all these halachas, but I'm not going to go through the Tsukim, etc., that the background to this. this is, Chicane, but wait, there's a stringency about Klicheres is that it can make things tomate from its airspace. I generally there has to be some sort of contact to make something tome If you have a tomate Kli and you dangle something in the airspace, it transfers the tumor. Or the other way around, if you have a tall Kli and you dangle a dead cheris in the airspace of the key, it makes the Kli tome. So it has astringency. So maybe Kli can make Truma tome because it's extra strong in this aspect. But regular tumor can't make Truma tome. So he says, Tful Yom, yom, well, tful yom will Tful show us. A Tful Yom can't make something Tome through the airspace. If you had a metal bowl that became Tome and you put it in the mikveh, now it's a Tful Yom and you dangle something in the airspace, it's not going to make a it Tome. It's only going to, only through contact. So we see that And then the law uh, circles itself. The nature of this one is not like that one, and the nature of that one is not like this one. I... You can't tell me that, we're, we're trying to work out what things are able to make Truma, in, truma invalid. You can't tell me it's the strength of a yom because it has the potential to be an Av. Because Klicheres can also make Truma Tomei. And you can't tell me that it's the strength of a Klicheres that can make something Tomei or become tome through just the airspace. Because yom can invalidate Truma and it doesn't have that strength. So neither of those strengths is the key factor. So what's the common denominator? I'm just going to change it to Rashi's language. They are Tome and they invalidate truma. So anything that has, Rashi explains it as anything that has the name truma has this ability. So he says, So now we can make our Now we can make our kaval Khomer. We're saying that a tful yom or ana but a tful yom can is permitted to chulin to maser sheni. but it can invalidate truma. That's what we've just proven from the tzarashavet. Says kol kikar sheni. Well, now we bring in the tzarashavet. Kol kikar sheni she poislin be chulin the poisil betruma. So how much more so kikar sheni, which is invalid with maser sheni? Could make truma invalid, could make truma a Shlishi. Ah, oh, so now we understand. Again, remember, this is one of the types of Droshas, a Tsarah Shoveh. We want to learn from one case to a, from well, case A to case C. We can't really because case A has a stringency, but we see case B, we want to learn from case B to case C, but we can't because it has a different stringency. Since they two different stringencies, we see neither of them, neither of those stringencies is what gives the Atom, the power that we want to learn to KC and that's why therefore between the two of them the Tzara Shovey translated as the common denominator is and so, so what's the common denominator of Tvul Yom and Kli is that they considered Tome if I'm understanding Rashi correctly and they both invalidate Truma so anything that would be considered Tome and even if it doesn't have the power of it could be an av, and even if it do, or the strength that it could be an av, and even if it doesn't have the strength that it can b'avir, that's irrelevant because we see neither of those are key factors, and it can still transmit me. So that's the tzarashove, and that's how we learn out. That's where Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai gets his kalvachomer that truma can become shlishi. Again, if a tful yom is permitted to maser to Maser but forbidden to tr- by Truma again permitted and forbidden are the wrong words but you'll you understand why I'm using them if a Tfulyam is permitted by Maser and forbidden to Truma well then a Shani which is stricter because it's forbidden by Maser how much more so it should be forbidden by Truma Aye, it will make Truma a Shlishi that's Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zaka's Roshah acher says Akher, Porik, and the and later generation Rabbi Yochanan Ben was concerned that a later generation would dismiss this logic it says it says mala the they the reason is they each have a stringency i maybe tful yom is unique that it's an av and that's why it can make truma invalid and cheris is unique because it can metame through its airspace and that's why it has but unique but regular Tumor, which doesn't have other Strength other power. Maybe it can't make truma invalid. So maybe a later generation will dismiss this principle, and that's what Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was concerned about. Rabbi oh, ben But this is a good question. Rabbi Yochanan says, "Tzad chomo porich." Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai is not prepared to learn a tzad porich. Interestingly enough, every Tzad shave has a tzad porich because that's always what we how we learn. Let's learn. I mean, very similar to what we did here. We said, "Let's learn from tfulya." No, we can't learn from Yom because it has this stringency. It says, well, Kli doesn't have that stringency, and it makes Tome Truma Tome, true invalid. It says, okay, but Kli has another stringency that its airspace, it can become Tome through its airspace. So he says, oh, well, don't learn from that, so, so maybe that's why. It says, don't learn from that stringency because by Yom there isn't that stringency. So that's, every Tarashova has that. So that's what Tosos asks here, and I asked it. Uh, I just had it recently in Marcos. We had another similar, uh, another Tarashave. Don't want to bring it in now, but another interesting Tarashave. And what, so why can't you? So, so the one opinion says, well, so, so, yeah, so sorry, isn't every Tarashove where you have a Tsadchomur? So I think there are two answers. The one that tosses, the one answer Tosos gives is these Tsadchomurs are almost anomalies. They're extra severe. They're not like within the regular framework of it's a little bit stricter, it's a little bit more severe. It's really a jarring, standout, significant stringency. I, at full yom is really a totally different type of tumor because it's something that could be an av. Like, there's good grounds to say you can't even put something that could be an av and something that could never be an av in the same discussion except that the one makes the other tom, but so it's a, it's a, it's a severe stringency. It's a real anomaly. And so to with Making tommy through an airspace. Where do we find that? I mean, there is such a thing as tumour as but again, by, by Klee, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, making some through its air, like That's very, that's very severe. It doesn't apply by just about any other case of tumour. Um, so that's why you wouldn't learn the Tzad. Maybe that's why the, a later generation will say we can't call it a These strange It has to be something with a, maybe to make Truma Tome, it has to be something that obviously can make a Tome, and something with a severe, a strong reason to say that it's extra powerful. So that's the door achron. Um, just to make it a bit lighter, I think I might have mentioned it in the Mishnah. But a very interesting point comes out from this. What is this Rabbi Yochanan ben came along and made a drosha. and then he says, "But I'm concerned a later generation is going to come along and change that drosha. Don't we have a principle that once based in has said a law you can't go back and change it unless you're a greater in verse, firstly numbers, maybe influence or the size of your based in, or, with, and wisdom, not all, and wisdom. You have to be a greater based in all around to cancel. So that's what um, the Marath Chayos brings at here. Yeah? And he says this seems to be, the Beochem and Zakai seems to be a very strong proof for what the Rambam haloch at the beginning of Hilchos Mamorim, it's quite interesting, he says, a, based in that, make a drosha through one of the midos. I a based in that, apply a drosha, one of the yud middles that we say before suket zimra or there are many others, but if based in use one of those drosha to apply the halacha. So for example, here, Rebbe Ochanan is using a uh, Tzad HaShaveh and a Kalvach Another based in, um, and another basin later on, comes along and sees a reason to cancel that, to uh, to uh, contradict that. they and they can call the halacha as it appears in their eyes. As the pasuk says says to the judge you'll go to the judge which is in your days you're obligated to follow the based in and the logic and the halachas of the basin of your time comes along um, in halacha based he says however based in that make a xayra or a takana and it becomes the practice of Bechol Israel and it spreads throughout Israel. And then a later Basin wants to come and cancel this. and uproot it. They're not allowed to unless they're greater in wisdom and number. And that's the principle of um, no, Jared. Aim based in, I'm just he put it a little bit more in there. Um, sorry. Yeah. This the principle sorry, the principle called Ain based in Yochalvatel divre based in Chavera, Ellen Ken Godol He Menu, Bachok that's only Bagzai. So very interesting, it's a little bit counterintuitive. If the base in learns something, do arise uh, uh, they say it's sh- a look, there's an extra vov, look, we got a tarach and a kavakhimer. Um, Another basin can say, look, we don't think that's a good Tzara or we don't think it's a good Chavachomer. And obviously, if it's how they see it, they can change that loch. You could have the chalocha. Again, there was a case in, I think it was Vachim, the case they... practice a certain way the whole of the first base amigdash. They come to the second base amigdash and they practice differently because they learn to drosh it differently. And then, and yeah, you can have Reb Yotnam and Zakai for years, for centuries, for me, for a, for a long time. You can have people treating that Truma can become a shdishi a later basin can come along and say we don't agree with Tzad HaShoveh uh, and uproot it. Oh, what about the principle of one basin is not allowed to cancel? That's by Dura When the basin make a Takona. So in a way, Takonas have a, a, a lot more strength. If one basin comes along and says, you're not allowed to eat food cooked by an anju, you're not allowed to eat milk that didn't have, you're not allowed to drink milk unless it was supervised, you know, these halachas, these zariz um, There, there's nothing, uh, there's nothing you can do. Um, that, that's bonding. So, that's, so that's, uh, that I thought was a fascinating point to be aware of. This change in halacha, the Kesef Mishnah, I think it's the Kesef, I mean, it is in the Kesef Mishnah, but I think, I don't remember if it's also in the Rambam. But the Kesef Mishnah asks a strong question. He says, Well, then why do we find the Amoraim? If you're allowed to argue on a Doraisad din and how you learn it out and you can arrive at a different conclusion, why do we find that the Gemara always refutes Amoraim with a Tanakh teaching? Just because Rabbi Akiva said something in the Mishnah, why would that. Refute Rava. Rava can say, I know that's how Rabbi Akiva saw it, and that's how he applied to Joshua, but I see differently. Why can't we apply that? So the Kezi answers very interestingly, and there's it's actually a discussion what he means. But his answer is either, he says, um, yes, yeah, so he asked this question. Um, yeah, he says, we often find, we we had it the other day. Rav Nachman was challenged from a brysa, and we said, oh, it's you've to do Rav Nachman, reject Rav Nachman, kick him out. And then Rav Nachman says, no, look, there's another tanner who holds like me. We see Rav Nachman's not prepared to pa- make a drosha different to the earlier sage. So, so he says, um, so, 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 but the case of me says, he says, He says, They have permission. They're allowed to argue with the time. So he says, "It's possible to say from the time that the Mishnah was sealed, it was established and accepted that later generations will not argue al on the earlier generations. So anyone from after the conclusion of the Mishnah, any Hamora, or obviously later, is not allowed to argue on the earlier opinions." And the same principle applies by the conclusion of the Gemara. Once the Gemara was sealed, no one has permission to go back and argue on it. So then there's a bit of a discussion around that. So so what's what's the case of Mishnah saying that? Almost technically it seems it's fine. But either they made a decree basically made a decree that they won't. I, no one from after the mission will argue on the earlier. No one from after the Gemara will argue on earlier. Um, sorry, the, the discussion is, is it a, a acceptance? Like, a, okay, look, let's make an agreement that this is how we're going to deal with halacha going ahead. Or... Is it that they were no longer able? That's a discussion in the But I thought this is quite a fascinating discussion of when can you change our route? I mean, it's, uh, I'm sure it's practical in a smaller level. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it happens quite often. The Basin here, they're sitting, they look at a past record, and it says, I don't know, of course they're going to report, and Sushar decided this should be a halakha. And the new bank come along and say, well, that doesn't make sense to us. We think it should be something else. Are they allowed to? When is a halakha binding? Um, and we did see. It seems if it's based on a drasha, there is an exception. Amoraim going back to Tanoim, and anyone after the Gemara, arguing on, with arguing with something in the Gemara. But otherwise, that it seems that's fair game. If you, uh, I'd say, as long as you can confirm you're applying due diligence, then it's fair. There's a bit of a discussion with Achronim and Rishonim. Can a mm-hmm. contemporary paisak argue with the Ramban? Can he argue with the the Rashba, can he argue with Toysos? It's a contentious issue, but I think from what we've seen, there's no halacha that he can't. As long as he, I think he just has, I think the issue is he has to confirm that he's done due diligence and he knows what he's talking about to argue with the Rambam or the Rashba, the, or, or the Rosh, or one of the great poiskim, uh, Rishonim. But that would be the halacha. Okay, so let's now go back to our discussion. Tanya Omri so we have Rabbi Yochanan, El- so just in summary what we've seen so far, we have uh, Rabbi Akiva who learns that even Khulin can become a Shlishi from his drosha. Rabbi Yochanan El- ben said from again his and and of from a Tful Yom that a rev- that Truma that that H- can become a Shlishi. And we have the possibility of a, later gener- of a later baiting coming along and saying that there's not even Shlishi Batruma. Those are the three things we've seen so far. Now, Tanya Omar we're gonna take this to the next step in the discussion. Tanya Omar me the review be quite a How do we know that kodshim can become possible That you can have a fourth level, sorry, that fourth level kodshim as we said, the whole discussion here was around Truma becoming a Shlishi. What about kodshim So who it's logical. As we learned, a mechusar Remember, that's someone who has to bring a korban in part of their purification. So, let's say a woman who gave birth, or a mitzayra, or a zaviyah. So she has to. So she's been to mikvah It's been a at the end of the eight days. So now eight or eight, yeah, depending on what we talk about. Um and she's uh, so she's completely tar. All she hasn't done is bringing her, brought her korbanos. So they are a they are a Mechusa So Mechusa is allowed to eat truma, but would invalidate kodshim. she's not allowed to eat or touch. Definitely not eat, but even touch kodshim. So it says shlishi she but truma well then third level, which invalidates truma, she how much more so it should be able to make kodshim a So that's the, that's the Kavachomer. Rabbi Yossi learns a Kavachomer. Then what's a Kavachomer? If Mekhusa Kippurim is also to Truma, to, is Mutad to Truma but also to Kachim, Shleshi which is also by Truma should definitely be Asur by Kachim. I make Kachim a as I said, the word author and mutar isn't uh, the best way of putting it, speaking about well, tum and tahara, but I just think it's the simplest way to express it. And he says, actually, we learn that shlishi is, that shlishi makes kodshim tome from the Torah and the reviv from the kavachime. Where do we see that kodshim can become shlishi? From the Torah. Where in the Torah do we see that? It's as it's written. And this is of a korban. A bossa which touches anything. Tome, you shall not eat. It could clearly be discussing a case where it touches a shami, Because we could be discussing the case of the oven which made food. Tome, and that Tome food now touches this kodshim. There's no reason to say we're not discussing that case. But Omer Rav your lawyer hell, and the Torah says you can't eat it. So we see a shlishi bakochim can't be eaten. So that's the that's the pasuk, that, you, that kochim can become a shlishi. V'revim <laughs> and Oh, what's the from meren from Ravim? As we said, that's what we just said uh, from Mechusa Kippurim. If Mechusa Kippurim is lighter than shlishi because Mechusa Kippurim can eat truma and shlishi can't eat truma, and, and then mechuzaki porim, which is lighter, is makes can't eat kachim. How much more so? Shlishi can make kachim revi. Can't eat kod shim, can ruin kachim. So that's the drasha. Rabbi Yochanan says I battled. I just can't understand what Rabbi what the great one. Barivi means like the God of Adar is saying. I just don't understand why. suva The response is right next to it. I. You don't even need to go far to to refute his logic. He says, yom yokhiach. Food from a tful shash truma aino reviv because it invalidates truma, but it does not make reviv b'kodesh. What's the logic here? According to Rabbi Yossi, if something is pasul Truma it should make kodeshim fourth degree. Okay, and that's Rabbi Yosef's teaching says, but a Tful Yom will show that this is not correct, because if a Tful Yom touches Truma, it becomes possible But if that Truma then touches Kodshim, it does not become a foth. So should Rabbi Yossi not apply his Kavachomer? And as we're going to see, Rabbi Yochanan is assuming that we're going to bring a three-way makhlottes of how we view this. Okay, a Tful Yom that touches something, we know that it makes Truma invalid. We know that it makes things shlishy. But that would no longer, we're going to see that that would not make Kod Shem decree. So just because something invalidates Truma Sorry, just because um, something is possible by Truma doesn't mean it makes something um, Raviyi okay, thats I mean that was his drasha. Mechusa Shlishi is possible by Truma how much more so it should make Kodshim Foth? But we see by Tful Yom, it's possible by but that thing won't make Kodshim Foth. So, so Rabbi Yossi's Kaval doesn't apply. Where do we see this? Tanya, as We learned it in Abrisa. Abashul Omer Abashul said, Tful Yom Techilalakodesh. We treat a Tful Yom as a Rishon regarding Kodshim. So what does that mean? The it can make two stages tamei and one stage posel. Remember what's the difference between Tome and posel? Tome means it becomes tamei and it can make something else Tome. and posel means it is tamei. It's invalid, but it can't transfer that further. So Abba Shol says that a tful yom is like a rishon for Kodshim. What does that mean? If you have a tful yom touches. A sacrifice, the sacrifice, obviously I already the, sacri- the sacrifice, becomes a shami, which is tome because it can make the, another piece of sacrifice, shlishis, and that's also tome because it can make a third sacrifice, revi'i, but that's possible. So that's what if you just look at the language again, once you've explained it, it's a little, a little bit easier. Tvul yom Tvul yom is like a rishon, the Tame can make two levels tame, either can transfer, so Shani to Shlishi and Shlishi to Revi, and the Possible Echot, the Revi becomes Possible. Rebi Meir says, No, it's only a Shani. It can make it's kind of, like, it's more like a shiny It makes one thing tome, it makes the thing it touches a shlishi, which can make a fourth or But the fourth becomes posel. and Just as a full yom can invalidate the food and drink of truma, it can also invalidate the food and drink of kodesh. But we see very clearly. That it makes Kodshim, the Tful Yom makes Kodshim possible. So we actually have three levels here. We have Abba Shoal who says, who's the most strict with the Tful Yom. He says, regarding Kodshim, it's a Rishon, which means it can make Kodshim a Shaini, which can make Kodshim a Shlishi, which can make Kodshim a ravi. And the next level was Rebbe Meir who says, no, it's only like a shamey. It can make Kochim Shlishi, which can make Kochim Revi'i. And you have Rabbanan who say, no, if Twil Yom is but But again, this is the point Rebbe Yochanan I wanted to bring out. We see that just because something can make Trum Apostle, doesn't mean that it can make Kochim Shlishi. And therefore, we've uprooted the Kalvachomer of Rebbe um, Yochi. I think I was hoping to get further, but I think we'd better stop here for today. Um, just it's a long shear, and we'll continue with Tumantahara into tomorrow's da.